This is an ABC podcast. Can you be more Pacific? On ABC Radio Australia. Bula Vinaka, Bula Vinaka. Bula! First ever show of 2021. Are you excited? I am so excited. Ah, Happy New Year, fam. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Man, looking forward. Yep. You are tuning in to Can You Be More Pacific? We are your hosts. I'm Rock. And I'm Cav. And together we are Rock Rock and Cav. Talking all things sport across the Pacific. Coming up in the next hour, highlights and lowlights of the weekend. Interview with Shay Illy. You don't want to miss out our top five. And we will be checking in with our on-the-ground reporter from PNG. So much to get through, so little time. Let's go! Can you be more Pacific on ABC Radio Australia and ABC Sport Digital Radio? Happy New Year, Rock. Happy New Year, Cav. Ah, man. Uh, any, uh, new year, new me, as they say. Uh, new year, same me, as yeah. they say, yeah. as well. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how's the start of the year been, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've obviously started our vegetarian month. Yes. For those of you who don't know, at the end, the last show, actually, of 2020, we said that we are going to be cutting out meat for a year. A year. A month, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's gotten to my head. But... um. Yeah, yeah. Cav, uh, Cav, Cav we're is going actually, vegetarian. Cav is actually struggling a bit here. Um, As you can tell, he's been having insomnia. Uh, insomnia. I've been sweating yeah. uh, nothing but broccoli and carrots. <laughs> I'm spewing. Hey, it's good for your eyesight too. Anyways, yeah. No, nah, I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how's the vegetarian diet going, mate? Perfect. I love it. It has been a week. Yeah, the, yeah. On the dot, a, a week. Uh, Talk to me, man. Man, you know what? You're looking kind of pale there. I am. I am. I was full of color on uh, December 31st. As soon as it was uh, January 1st, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, you look like you're in your winter coat. Look, I, I, I had um, you know, a few beverages on New Year's Eve, but yeah. as soon as it was 12 midnight, I was like, Cav, it's time to knuckle down yeah. and be serious with life. Knuckle down with some broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of vegetable or yes. fruit in this case, would you call it a fruit or vegetable? It's a fruit. It's a fruit, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the famous avocado. Yes. You know, being a vegetarian uh, can be dangerous. Really? Yeah, it can be. Uh, <laughs> you know, the likes of NBL star Corey Webster yeah. from uh, New Zealand Breakers. You know what happened? What? He sliced his hand cutting an avocado. What? He sliced his hand cutting an avocado. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm being dead serious. So, like, what had happened was he put the knife in. It was a sharp knife, too. I don't know who cuts an avocado with a sharp knife. You'd have to be <laughs> use like... a butter knife. Yeah. I know, right? Yourself. I know, use a butter knife. You'd have to be, like, crazy. Bro, some Jesus. avocados come with, like, a plastic knife. <laughs> what the... They do, with the sharp edges. Yeah. More sharp. Yeah, man. What the... Oh, so what had happened, he cut through the avocado and went through the um, <laughs> the seed inside. <laughs> And you know what happened? He sliced through his palm. Oh. And like, he, it actually went through. Oh, it went through? Yeah. So what? like, he had to have major surgery just for this like little incident that he had uh, succumbed to. Man, being a vegetarian could be very dangerous. Hey, vegetarian kills. <laughs> have, you, have you hurt yourself from like uh, food wise? Oh, like, yeah. Like being a klutz. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. So what, what happened was, oh, yeah. right? So my my friend's wife, she made peanut butter brittle. Oh, wow. at, at work, yeah, she and she gave it to my mate. So that's a bit fancy. Yeah, peanut butter brittle. So what it is is just like caramel poured over peanuts. So then my mate gives it to me at work. I bite into it, and then like I was like, "Wow, this is pretty hard." And then I, I was as I was biting it, I was like, "Yo, this doesn't really feel like uh, caramel or peanut." And then yeah, yeah. I, I kind of spit it out, and I spit out my tooth. <laughs> the peanut butter brittle. Broke my tooth in half. That is disgusting. I know, right? Mate, fix your teeth. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Nah, the Stop having th- sweets. Nah, the funny thing was it didn't even hurt. Like it just like it literally broke it in half. Our our producer's cringing right now. You know what? <laughs> I have a similar story. Alright, tell us what happened. What happened? Class? I, I made myself a chicken sandwich, right? So like beforehand I had a loose tooth uh, uh in front of my wisdom tooth. And I bit into the chicken sandwich. And then the chicken sandwich kind of felt heavy for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it felt heavy. Like, oh, this is pretty heavy. Like, but, um, <laughs> my, my face started going all numb. And then next thing I know, I took the chicken sandwich out and my tooth as well. <laughs> my whole tooth. So kids out there, um, just a little reminder, don't have sweets. Brush your teeth. <laughs> Sugar is bad for you. Sugar's very bad for you. Yeah, very bad. Stick so to your vegetarian food. So now you all food. know Rock and Cav have like no teeth. <laughs> About to have no teeth. Oh gosh. Oh my god. Rock and Cav's plays of the week. All right, moving on to our plays of the week. The Bristol Bears defeated Newcastle Falcons yes. in the Premiership Rugby. Uh, the first loss for the Falcons, actually. Yes. Uh, so Bristol won 29-17, a convincing win. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, so that has uh, catapulted them to equal first on the ladder. So it was also uh, Ratu Naolango's uh, first game um, for the Bristol Bears. And he, oh no, yeah, uh, his second game, I'm pretty sure. Um First or second game, either way, we only spit facts here on can you be uh, more Pacific. But Siva, aka Ratu Naolango, scored his first try for the Bears. And also scoring try for the Bears was Nathan Hughes, who plays for uh, England and he's also a Fijian. And Charles Pewtel, who is uh, Samoan born and also a former All Black. And also for the Falcons. Fijian star George Wadokidoke scored a try. Yeah, I think uh, Naolongo scored his try in 43 seconds. Yes, he did. Man, that's that's pretty quick. That was very quick. So uh, Yeah, I think that would be... Nothing uh, but records over here, eh? Uh, <laughs> For the Fijian players. Nothing but records and facts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what we spit here. And you know what? Yeah, um, that was the... the <clears throat> I, I think that was the fastest try a Fijian has ever scored. What do you reckon? And not the last, that's for sure. Come on now. But hey, let's hope uh, the Frank Fijians pick up um, either one of those two, Ratuna Longo or uh, George Wadongidoke, uh before England do. Yeah, they have to be quick. Yes. Just like uh, Nalongo's try. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Come on now. I see what you did there. I'm here all day. So guys, for those of you who don't know, Ratuna Longo is a British Army soldier. Still a British Army soldier. Yes. So he was uh, first spotted on the radar by Hull Kingston Rovers in Rugby League. Uh, the coach said that he saw highlights of him on YouTube, brought him over for preseason. He impressed, played in the um, 
uh, for Hull and absolutely killed it. Uh, and now his uh, rugby career has taken off. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, good he's, luck to him for the he, future. Yeah, he's very, very quick winger indeed. But anyway, moving on, Stephen Adams played well in a tough game against Toronto Raptors. They won 120 to 116. So, yeah, the lead kept changing. Uh, so it was back and forth. Uh, New Orleans uh, won first quarter and third quarter, while Toronto took the second and fourth. So, yeah, that's how close it was. Yeah, Nail Steve, biting stuff. Yeah, exactly. Steve Adams, uh, 10 rebounds. Game leader, actually. Mm. Uh, 13 points and one assist. And two uh, steals. With two steals. Yeah. You know what? Um, he's nine assists short of a triple-double. Yeah, exactly right. What's a triple-double for the people? So the triple-double is if you have... It's not a triple-double burger. It's a... <laughs> triple cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, don't tempt me right now, Rock. How dare you? Yeah, sorry, sorry. You know we're vegetarians. Yeah, I'm, I know, I'm right? about to swear on... Oh, on no, no. Sorry, sorry. Go on. Beep, 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 beep. But anyway, a triple double is you get double points in those three categories: the rebounds, points, and assists. So ten or, or more. Very that's, interesting. Yeah, for the uh, future basketball players out there. Yeah, that's for all you hoopers triple, out there. Triple double is. So yeah, moving on to the NFL. Our boy Tua, on the other hand, ah, spewing had, had a harder day in the office, unfortunately. Yeah, it's 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 off to Mad Monday for him. In this case, yeah, man, yeah, Miami Dolphins lost to the Buffalo Bills, fifty-six twenty-six. Yes, out of the playoffs, spewing. Yeah. But you know what? For a rookie, he did very good. He did very. Well. He did very good. He, ex- I, I, I reckon he exceeded expectation, or maybe he he met expectation. But um, you can't really expect a lot from a rookie, especially halfback, halfback quarterback. <laughs> So a quarterback is like a halfback, essentially, in uh, rugby and rugby league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Tua set new highs in his, uh, in his uh, completions of 35 um, from 58 attempts. Yeah. And um, his passing yards was 361. Wow. So that is 361 yards that he's, Man. That he, he's passed. Man, that <laughs> almost sounded like you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. But hey, hopefully next year we can see a, a lot more from Tua. Uh, He's going to just build confidence from yeah, you know, 100%. This year. Um, and maybe uh, maybe we could see a, a game between him and Marcus Mariota. You know, uh, Mariota is the other uh, Samoan quarterback for the Las, Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders. Ra- Raiders. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully next season we could see that. But uh, yeah, that's something to be looking forward to in 2021. <laughs> Discussions around the Carver Bowl with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia. Around the Carver Bowl, where we sit around our traditional and national drink and we talk all things sport and more to past, present, and future sporting athletes, coaches, and journalists. Joining us today is New Zealand born Samoan, five time NBL NZ champion, bronze medalist in the 2018 Commonwealth Games, and three time New Zealand NBL All Star Five. Uh, hey, my name is Shay Ili. Uh, Taki. Yeah, I like that. that. Good work, good work. Shay, uh, thanks for jumping on board with us. Can you just explain a little bit about yourself? My name is Shay Ili. I'm born and raised in uh, South Auckland, New Zealand. I'm a proud, proud Samoan. And yeah, I'm just kind of living the dream at the moment. Nice, nice. Shay, um, what what got you into playing basketball? Uh, So my parents, um, you know, they used to play basketball, you know, social league. Uh, not too serious, 
but then like my brother and I, um, you know, we kind of just loved the game. And then, you know, we always wanted to play, play basketball. Uh, we also played rugby as well. So yeah, we were just kind of, um, you know, fanatics at, at basketball when we were young. Um, and then just from there, we just loved the game and just kind of pursued it from there. Was it ever um, very competitive at home, having everyone playing sports? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, we, we had a basketball court at my house, which was awesome. Um, and, you know, all the boys would come over and we'd play the game called 21. It's first and 21. <laughs> and there used to be like 10, 10 boys playing 21, you know, and it was all, it was almost just playing rugby, just for basketball. And, you know, that's kind of why I play so physical on the court. It's just because, you know, um, back in the day, that's how it was with, with all the boys and, and my brothers and family. Um, hey, Shay, um, uh, so New Zealand's obviously the country of rugby. Why did you pick basketball? Uh, I had a mentor um, I was kind of pushed because I was playing rugby and basketball. Um, my brother and I throughout the whole of high school. Uh, when I finished high school, I was still playing rugby, but I had a mentor that was kind of pushing me towards playing basketball. He just believed in me and I, I was definitely into it, but uh, he was the one that was pushing me for the to trial for teams. Uh, so I went and trialed and then I started making teams. Yeah, just kind of grew from there. Uh, started making a, a different team every year and then kind of got a development spot uh, with the Breakers, New Zealand Breakers. And then from then on, um, the rest was history. Just uh, started grinding a lot, um, you know, getting better, definitely getting better at my weaknesses and um, started finding court time and then started loving the game. But yeah, it was definitely my mentor that kind of pushed me towards playing basketball rather than rugby. We hear you guys were raised in uh, Mangere. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, uh, from the people in Australia, um, looking at Mangere, it's, um, you know, it's considered as a, a rough area, a rough place. Um, for you, with you and your brother growing up and, you know, choosing your uh, respected sport, was it hard, you know, keeping out of trouble or was it easier for you guys, you know, with your sporting journey? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my parents kind of definitely were grinding to help us have a, have a better life. But yeah, I feel like it was just our parents that um, kept us out of trouble. Um, you know, I, I got into trouble when I was playing playing basketball. Um, I think it was my like my second year playing pro. Uh, I got into trouble, and yeah, you know, my family just backed me all the way. But yeah, it, you know, it was definitely hard out of out of Mangere, But you know, it's not it's not as bad as what people say it is. Um, you know, we just surrounded ourselves with great people. Uh, my dad's family are all. Um, Members of the Audius Church. Uh, my mum's a Seven Day Adventist, um, so you know we kind of grew up in a, a religious family, uh, and somewhat, and you kind of we're just around good people, so we really didn't have to kind of pick and choose um, which path to go down, or you know, set in stone for for us to be to be great. And you know, seeing my parents grind, you know, just made us want to grind as as hard. Wow, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, bro. Just going back to to sports. Um, Says that you you used to play uh, halfback in rugby. Yeah. Would you say um, like the physicality in, in in rugby kind of helped you in basketball? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know the way that I play. Um, you know I'm a defensive player, and you know playing defense is is, is physical, especially on the the toughest guards in the league. Um, you got to take be able to take screens. Um, you know because there's big dudes sitting big screens, so you got to be able to take that contact. And yeah, I feel like that's definitely helped me in the game of basketball. Talking about your career highlights, uh, 
you you won the NBL champion in championship in 2015, and uh, you also played uh, in the Gold Coast Commonwealth Games in 2018. How was the uh, both those experiences? Uh, yeah, the championship was was a great experience for myself. I was a development player at the time, um, and just seeing a lot of uh, players that you know I looked up to as a kid. Um, you know, especially Mika Vakona, Fijian boy. And, you know, he just leaves everything out there on the court. And, you know, that's inspiring um, for me, especially to watch him uh, win championships at the Breakers. And a couple of years before that, when I won, he was he, had, he was on a bung knee. Uh, I don't know what he did to his knee, but he played the final with a bung knee. And just seeing that is just like, that's amazing um, at, what he, at what he was doing. And, uh, you know, that's, that was a great moment in my career, just being able to to play with Mika Vakona in the, in the final and be able to win a championship with him. Um, and then the Commonwealth Games, we did pretty good. Um, not as good as what, what we wanted to, but, um, you know, it was an awesome experience. Uh, you know, I haven't been to an, an Olympics, but people say that it's close to an Olympics, and it definitely was. You know, the atmosphere was, was amazing. Um, you know, being in, inside the players' hub, you know, that was, yeah, that was just amazing. Just being in a, been in a food court full of athletes. It was, yeah, it was pretty cool. How's the training going for, for the next NBL season? Uh, it's going pretty good. Um, you know, we had, had a little lapse with um, the COVID uh, situation in Melbourne. So we've been in Cairns for almost two weeks now and we're staying another week. So, yeah, that's that's not great. But, uh, we, yeah, we're going to be missing our families for a couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, the training's going going well. Uh, preseason's been pretty good. We haven't lost a game. Um, but, yeah, the, the field uh, amongst the group is, is pretty good. Now, um, Shay, what would you say your, the, um, your, your future goals would be, um, seeing as, um, you, you know, Stephen Adams is playing over there in the NBA? Would you say you, you would like to go over there and, and probably test yourself over in America? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, if I have the opportunity, uh, I definitely would go um, play over there. But my goals right now would be winning the championship this year. Um, and then kind of pursuing something else after after this season, um, whether it's a contract uh, overseas in Europe or back here in Melbourne. Um, yeah, but that's my main goal, just trying to get this championship underway and see what happens after that. You guys are taking on the reigning champs round one. You know, are you nervous about it? How are you feeling about it? Uh, yeah, I'm excited, you know. Uh, they've been a great team, uh, a great organisation for a long time. And, you know, to be able to take them down and, uh, in round one, or be able to just to play them is um is amazing. You know they got uh, a great coach and a and a great team. You know that buy into the coach's system, and you know they've they've shown that they're a great team for a, a very long time. And uh, yeah, it would, it'll be awesome just to to go out there and, and play them in front of their crowd. Yeah, it would just be awesome to play in front of people. You know we haven't played in front of people mm-hmm. for a long time, and yeah, just be good to get out there and and play some ball. Yeah, and obviously show your stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, we don't see a lot of Pacific Islanders playing basketball. You know, they tend to go to rugby or league or be a security guard. Um, how, would, <laughs> how would you sell basketball? <laughs> I'm trying to have a serious question here. So, uh, how would you sell it. basketball to young athletes? Uh, I mean, it's a game of skill, you know. Uh, I feel like you've got to have a lot of skill in, in basketball and if you want to have that, that one-on-one mentality, I feel like, um, you know, that's the way. But if you ask any athlete, I feel like they would, if they were to choose one other sport, um, I feel like it's going to be basketball. So 
make the switch. Yeah, I think I think uh, half of uh, Penrith Panthers could be all basketballers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've seen. Uh, is it Jerome Lewis? Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, he's, he's dumb shot, bro. He's crazy yeah. good, eh? Hey? Yeah, he's a yeah. joker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, um, is there any words of advice uh, you would give to uh, young athletes that would want to take your your path? Uh, yeah, I feel like um, you know, no matter what happens when you're young, uh, you just got to keep on grinding. Uh, you know, I didn't make a a national team till I was 22. Um, I didn't get picked up for any reps when I was younger. Um, so yeah, it's just just about keeping that same mindset throughout your whole career or while you, your, your young teen, teenage years. Um, even if you don't make it, you just got to keep on grinding, working that work on uh, the things that you, you're not great at. Um, and yeah, just keep on pushing yourself. Well, exactly. Yeah, right. It's a good message, bro. Um, Shay, bro, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to drop in with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, uh, obviously good luck on the season ahead. And hope to see a lot more of you in the NBL. Appreciate it, fellas. That was Melbourne United point guard, Shay Illy. Rockin' Cavs, top five. All right, guys, it is time for our favourite segment of the show. Arriba! Woo! Top five. Oh, I'm feeling good about this one. Dance, Cap. Dance. Oh, yeah. You know what else is hot, hot, hot? What? Steak on a barbecue. (laughs) What? All right. So, our top five this week will be sporting events that we are looking forward to in 2021. Yes. Take us. To the top, rock um, number five. Obviously, as uh, you know, the NRL season's uh, about to start. Yes, I'm definitely looking forward to my my Bulldogs. Team. Uh, yes, you said it. Canterbury Bulldogs. Don't cut in, man. Uh, so I'm looking, looking at, forward yeah. to my team, the Mighty Dragons, St George Dragons, taking the W this year and taking it away with the Premiership. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take that off, you know. Woo! Take that off. How Our producer you? strikes again. How dare you? Bingo! <laughs> How dare you? Anyways, what's your uh, number five, Cav? Number five. Uh, I am looking forward to the boxing. Boxing? For 2021. Yeah. Yes, the boxing. What's there's a, a lot. There's See, I'm excited. There's a lot of boxing coming up. Yeah. Uh, to be more specific... On can you be more Pacific? Come on now, Justice Huni. Yeah. He'll be fighting next month in February. Yes. I am looking forward to that. I, Joseph Parker will be fighting as well, and also we have the heavyweights. Come on, man, Anthony. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Papali'i. <laughs> I was going to say Anthony Joseph. <laughs> Anthony Joshua may fight Fury. Come on, are you not excited for I'm that? Re- I'm really excited. Not only that is that. There is rumours going around that there will be a super fight here in Australia with George Cambosis Jr. fighting, maybe fighting against uh, Teofimo Lopez, who's the lightweight champion. I am excited for that, bro. I am going to get tickets to go watch that if it happens here in Australia. Are you really? 100%. Bro, since when have we seen something like that other than the Horn and Pacquiao fight, which was rigged? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, number four for me is uh, 
Blues convincingly winning the three series. Yeah, that didn't sound convincing uh, at all. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, so the Blues have a clean sweep this year. I reckon the three series, it's all ours. Yeah, now you're just faking it. <laughs> man, after last year's embarrassment, I don't know, man. What um, do you mean? You don't have no confidence in the team? I don't know. I think we're going to have to move to ABC Queensland or something. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Man, that was that was embarrassing. We had one of the best teams like, in Origin. I guess Origin the worst teams. Oh, man. <sighs> Not happy there. Yeah. They should have walked back home after that. They should have, eh? Yeah. After that travesty. Oh, yeah. wow. They shouldn't even got a team bus or a plane. They should have just walked back. Yeah, the travesty, <sighs> Scott. Yeah. Travesty. <laughs> I'm outraged. <laughs> Number three, a full AFLW season. Hopefully, hopefully, a season uninterrupted because yes. I'm really looking forward to that. You know, hey, you, we saw the success of the NRLW last year. Yeah, and man, if like if that's you know In the, the same case with yeah with, with the AFLW, AFLW, man, I reckon we'll probably see double uh, the crowd attendance at. AFLW uh, games, and hopefully we see some Polynesian uh, or Pacific Islander uh, players in the F, uh, AFLW. I almost just swore then. So uh, that's how excited I am. In the, in the F and A AFLW. <laughs> Come on, Cam. Number two. Oh, mate, number two. This is going to be a special one because I'm oh, I've got a tear in my eye. Why? Dear? Yeah. Are you okay? You want a tissue? No. Well, um, um, I'm looking forward to the Warriors um, oh, playing at home. Wow. Man, that'll be very emotional. Oh, and tearjerker. Oh, 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 be strong, Kev. <laughs> Just hopefully they don't lose, eh? Oh, imagine that. Oh, that'd be, oh. <laughs> why would you say that? I don't know. I had to, oh. Oh, I had to say, oh. no, but like, you know, like all these times. No, you can't salvage that. You just ruined it. You wrecked it. <laughs> no. Oh. <I'm> just, <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> that was so nah, bad. Nah, but nah, hey, nah, yeah. Look, in all honesty, hopefully they like, get the W. Yeah, I, hopefully they get the W. W for Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and number one. Ooh. Tokyo Olympics. Yay! Oh my gosh. And I'm warming up now just to watch the athletic bit. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, I, hey, what are you looking forward to seeing at the Olympics? The athletics. That's a given. Yes. Yeah, all, all the um, sprinters out there. All the, Who do you think will be number one? Uh, maybe. In the 100 meter sprint? Um, I would say. You saying Bob? Mark Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he's a sprinter is, uh, from Nigeria, so hopefully he gets there. He's from New England. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, I, I reckon Johan Blake from uh, Jamaica would be the next sprint king. Who knows? Mm. But I am looking forward to the sevens, obviously the men's and the women's. I reckon uh, Fiji will take it out again. I, I'm looking forward to the um, the small Melanesian countries, um, you know, taking part in this big oh, yeah. Olympic occasion. You know, uh, the, the, the likes of PNG. PNG, Kiribati, um, uh, in the uh, weightlifting. Yeah. I uh, know Kiribati is really good. Uh, Tuvalu. Obviously, Fiji. Um, Vicky yeah. Matana. Yeah, she's, she's lives for Australia now. Please, sir. Um, oh, yeah, that's that right. right yeah. Sorry, my bad. Um, She's Australian. The Fijian-born <laughs> Australian, Dick Matana. <laughs> yeah. Aileen, uh, hopefully she 
breaks records. Yeah. Olympic records. I reckon she will. You know why? Because we're, we're related. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, she's my cousin. She doesn't even know you. I, but... I, I taught her everything she knows. <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh. We had to go there. No, yes, yeah, so that is our top five, and uh, Tokyo Olympics is the one we're looking forward to. Yes, and as always, guys, nothing has changed since 2020. Uh, if you have uh, your own top five that you're looking uh, forward to, or you want to add on to ours, remember to hit us up on our socials Radio Australia and ABC Sport. <laughs> Can you be more Pacific? With Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia. Oh my God. Can you be more Pacific with Rock and Cav talking all things sport across the Pacific? Still to come, finding out what's happening in PNG and our unique take of the week. We're going to change up the pace a little. On the line now, we have copy editor for The National, Peter Pusal, on the ground in PNG to tell us about the difficulties PNG athletes are facing training for the Olympics. Peter, what's, um, what are the measures that uh, the government are taking to ensure you know, the athletes are, are ready for future um, sporting events? Okay, so the, our, our athletes, um, they come under the PNG Olympic Committee, especially for major tournaments like, or major events like the Olympic Games, the Commonwealth Games and also the Pacific Games. So those are the big three that we send our athletes to. And uh, they, they monitor the, the athletes, um, what they're doing. Um, our elite athletes actually do most of their training overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them were overseas last year at the time, so they weren't really impacted about uh, with training. Uh, but the ones that were here, obviously you had to, you know, they were restricted in certain things they could do. Um, some major sporting venues were also closed, and that kind of impacted them. Um, but basically, the ones overseas have continued to do what they've, they've been doing and preparing. I guess the Olympic Games, which have been, um, I think, postponed to this year, um, July, that actually that was actually a good thing for some. So I think at least one of them uh, who, who picked up an injury at the end of 2019 and was unlikely she was going to be ready. Uh, but I think. Uh, with the deferral, that's actually a good thing. So she has a chance to, to prepare and get the match fitness and, and things like that. I've heard some players had to jump out due to work commitments and you know family commitments that they have to go through because of the pandemic. Um, are you guys nervous at all about even coming up with a, a team in the Olympics? Right, so the teams that Papua New Guinea sends to the Olympics are big to begin with. We normally send maybe three or four five athletes at the most. And and some of those athletes will qualify for their events and others get wildcard entries. So for athletics, we have one wildcard ent- entry for a male athlete and a female athlete. And if, if one of the other athletes can um, qualify on merit, then that, that means we can get three athletes in. And then the other sports like boxing, which we were trying to qualify for, I think we have weightlifting. Weightlifting is actually one of our strong points. We have um, Pacific Games champions and also Commonwealth Games champions, uh, Maria Baru, Dikator, and Stephen Curry. So those are the, the areas that the sports are really strong in. And most likely those are the athletes that will represent us in a, in a very small Team PNG um, to the Olympics in Tokyo. 
Peter, you were saying the elite athletes are, are training overseas. Uh, would you like to see more help from, say, the government or, or other countries for, for the athletes that are training at home in PNG? Oh, yeah, most definitely. The, the support we get from the government is good here in PNG. Um, but as you know, PNG, we do have our own issues in terms of our economy and, and our living standards and things like that. So, um, you know, money is tight and um, we have to you know, put it around the way it's needed most. But uh, sports is also, you know, something that a lot of public needs enjoy. So the government does look on sports. The corporate community does help. Uh, PNG athletes in fundraising. There are three major fundraising events that the PNG Olympic Committee holds every year, and that that uh, brings in you know a good amount of money, and that money goes to pay for stuff to get them to uh, to prepare the team to go to major events like the Olympics. Um, and I think we do the athletes individually in their own sports. For example, athletics, they do get help from the world body as well, but that's to do with their their training during the season but probably not specifically for the Olympic Games. That's where the PNG Olympic Committee comes in. But yes, obviously, we would love to have more support. There is always room for more support for athletes uh, to get them ready for these big events. Of course, of course, especially for the athletes that can't travel. Due to border closures and uh, flight restrictions, um, has that played a, a big role in some athletes um, not being able to travel? Yes, uh, I can I can say for... Uh, our top female athlete, Toya Whistle, she's a sprinter. She's won um, gold medals at the Pacific Games, I think, in the last three Pacific Games. She's around 33 years old. She's previously based in Queensland, I think it was in, on the Gold Coast. Um, and she's training there. And she's she actually competes and, and does stuff down in Australia. Um, but I think this year she's, she's come back and she wasn't able to, or not this year, sorry, last year, 2020, she came back and she was unable to return down there, so she's been here for a while, and that's probably impacted, you know, in terms of competition and um, getting, you know, technical, um, you know, advice and stuff like that. Um, but she's uh, she's still going to be trying to qualify for the for the Olympics. If not, she'll probably get the wild card. But she is our best athlete um, at the moment. The other athlete, uh, Riley Capitin, who's a jumper, she's also looking to qualify for the Olympics, and she's actually. Uh, overseas in Australia as well. Um, as for our other athletes, we have weightlifters that are based in Lumiere at Paul Coffer's uh, Weightlifting Institute uh, in New Caledonia. And uh, he's, he's got a great program and he, he trains them well. Um, but it's also a very big commitment for these athletes. Some of them have families that have to be away for, you know, six, seven months of the year, which is, you know, tough on them. And I guess the um, COVID-19 situation hasn't helped. Yeah, so um, there's a unique situation with uh, one of the athletes there who's hoping to qualify for the Olympic Games. He's a shooter. His name is Danny Wanma. The, with his case, he had because he's a shooter, he's shooting without ammunition. You know, what's his case and how how's he doing now? In, in Danny's case, he's, uh, he, he needs he needs he needs all the equipment he can get. Uh, we only have I think one shooting um, range in in PNG, it's in Port Moresby, and he's a member of that. And in terms of uh, him qualify, he's, he's going to have to meet that stringent criteria to get into the Olympics. I think he did go to the last Commonwealth Games in, on the Gold Coast, um, but that's actually a, a wait and see situation for him. So, um, and it'd be great if he could get in. Uh, that that just add to our numbers in the team. Um, we've got, uh, as you know, athletics, boxing. I think the rugby sevens women are also looking to qualify. So everything depends on on whether they can get the 
equipment they need or go to a qualif- qualifying event and obviously outside the country. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd be really interested um, in watching the women's sevens. You know, I'm really enjoying uh, watching PNG grow through through rugby and stuff. You know, um, but in saying that, um, is there any athletes uh, that uh, you're excited to see? Well, there's one athlete who's uh, you know he's he's won gold medals at the uh, Commonwealth Games. I think the last two Commonwealth Games. Uh, his name is Stephen Curry. He's a weightlifter. He's I think he'd probably be the best athlete uh, right now in Team PNG. Uh, the problem, with, uh, the problem with him is that he hasn't been, he hasn't done most of his training in the mirror or outside PNG. He's, he's restricted himself uh, to be to train in PNG. But his, his his ability and his talent is such that even though he didn't train as well as you would have hoped going into the Commonwealth Games, he still won the uh, won the gold medal in his weight class. I think it was the 91 kilogram weight class. Uh, which just you know, which just tells tells you that he's he's got a lot of talent and he's someone that could possibly contend for a medal at an Olympics. How prepared he is for this Olympics? Well, fingers crossed. He still needs to to qualify, and there's uh, one qualifying event uh, to go. And we have two other weightlifters, uh, Dika Tall, who is in the female uh, 53 kilogram uh, weight division, and uh, there's another male. Uh, Main lifter. His name is Noah Barrow, and he's also, I think, uh, around the 50s, 50 kilo weight classes. So those those three athletes are world class. I can, I can say that confidently. Yeah. They've shown that in the uh, Commonwealth Games. And uh, the thing is, Olympics is another level altogether, and they need to be, you know, ready 100%, maybe 200%, uh, in order to to make a, you know, make have an impact at the Olympic level. So Stephen Curry is is the man. That we look to to uh, to get us, you know, a medal at at all, if possible, or we'll make a splash somewhere in the in the Olympics. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll be looking forward to watching him for sure. Yeah, you you um you're talking about Toa, which is very interesting. Um, you know, she'll be the first female weightlifter in the world to compete at five Olympics if she qualifies. So yeah. you know, with that, like you said, she's an amazing athlete, and we look forward to her. Um, hoping to make the the cut, so that'll be very interesting for the PNG team. Yeah, Tora has actually she actually first competed in 2000. I think was it Athens in Greece at the Athens Olympics there. And she was 16 or a bit younger than that. So she's she's been through. I think virtually all her adult life has been in competition, training for competition. She's had a few kids along the way. Um, she's managed herself. So she's a great success story. She's won. Uh, a couple of medals at uh, Commonwealth Games, I think three. So she's she's done pretty well for herself. And of course, the Pacific Games, she's she's done very well at that as well. So uh, it would be great to see her um, qualify. It would be an awesome achievement for her as uh, being a mother as well and being in the sport for such a long time. Uh, and also a great story for you know women in PNG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was uh, um, our top five um, PNG athletes of all time. So that'd be great if she if she can make it uh, to another Olympics, man. She'd probably be one of the greatest ever PNG's uh, athletes oh, yeah. to do it, ever do yeah. it. Most most definitely, most yeah. definitely. I think she's already. I think she's. I think safe to say she's she's the best uh, the best female athlete from PNG or PNG's ever produced. That's it. Um, so that, that's without saying. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, Peter, we really appreciate you taking your time out from your busy schedule to. Uh, drop in to the studio with us today. Um, 
uh, hopefully we can work together throughout the year and we can't wait to hear more from you guys over there in PNG. All right. Thank you for having me on. And uh, thanks, guys. Have a nice day and a uh, nice 2021. That was Peter Pussell, copy editor for The National in PNG. Can you be more specific with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia? All right, guys, our unique take of the week. Starting off with the Warriors. So they have arrived in Australia and they have gone straight up to Tamworth. Uh, At this stage, uh, they have committed to staying in Australia until at least April the 4th. Wow, that is a long time. Yeah, the hope. Be away from family. Yeah. That's true. Don't interrupt me. But anyway, <laughs> the hope is that from round five, they will then be able to host games in Auckland. But it all depends on COVID and the protocols the government puts in place. So, uh, yeah, they started preseason training on Monday. And hey, Kev, like starting preseason training on Monday in Australia is like way different from starting preseason. In, in New, New Zealand. Zealand, yeah, <laughs> the weather, yeah, exactly. And they all went all the way to Tamworth, of all places. It'd be like forty degrees. Oh my gosh! Good luck wow. to them. I reckon they're going to be fit as after this. <laughs> I, I bet their first game's going to be full of cramps. <laughs> Everybody's just going to be cramping up. But um, yeah, man, that that'd be sad. It, like, what do you reckon? It, it'd be sad if they won't be able to go back to have like home games. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like like last year, you know, it was um, they were they came out pretty good at the end. Yeah, when it came to you know that long period of not being at home. They still played some amazing, amazing games, and I think in this case they'll they'll be more prepared. Yeah, you know what? For and, what's to come, and especially when they're being led by um, Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Like, oh yeah, he's just grown and bro, matured look, as a from, captain from when he was playing at the Roosters till now. You could just see like the level of maturity. You know what I mean? Like a, a lot of players, they don't... Playing style is still the same. Still, still the same. He's still, still a gun. Bro, he's still a gun. But like in terms of maturity, like you don't see players that often like really grow, you know, as a leader in that quicker, uh, quicker time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I reckon they did a very good job in handing him the captaincy. And uh, Like in saying that, do you think they'll um, be able to build from uh, last year? A hundred percent, hundred percent. They had some good. They have some good signings. Um, uh, yeah, Adam Fanua Blake. They have. They do um, have some good signings. Yeah, uh, Marcelo Montoya, Ken Evans. Evans. So it'll be good to see um, their uh, forward pack. You know, they they bolstered their forward pack, especially with Adam. He, he really played well. Like picked up his game over at Manly. Like within the last two years, mm. I reckon he'd be up there as one of the best props in the game. Yeah, and um, and also with last year, the the, the experience they've had last year. You know, they're going to change up the strategies this year. Oh, yeah, as well, 100%. And it's going to... 100%. Like, I reckon if it comes to the point where they can't go back to see family, I reckon maybe the... The, um, the morale uh, and everything is just going to build from there. Uh, no, nah, not really. I, I reckon maybe the NRL or, or Warriors might bring the family over. The family's over, you know what I mean? Just to keep morales up, boost the morale, you know? Yeah, it's a big sacrifice from the New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, so... Let's see what happens, eh? <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, with the oh. Warriors this year, there's um, other teams that have to move over as well. Yes. Like in uh, different sports, you've got the A-League, um, NBL, the NBL. Yeah. yeah, so the Wellington Phoenix 
uh, are playing out of Wollongong. So that's yes. their um, home base area down in Wollongong. Wellington Phoenix FC. Yeah. And uh, New Zealand Breakers. Wow. Were, what a story about them, eh? Yeah, they were uh, relocated to uh, Melbourne. And then after that, re- relocated to Hobart. To Hobart? Nobody wants to go to Hobart. What do you mean? I love Hobart. <laughs> I've never uh, been, but yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, spewing. All New Zealand teams are taking L's in 2021 before the season has even started. What's going on? Wow. Coming yeah. from the L King himself. Yes. So the L God has uh, handed down the L's to different teams. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you know, you talk about New Zealanders relocating. Even the teams in Sydney have to relocate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You've got the likes of Sydney Kings and the Hawks um, have to relocate to um, Aubrey. Because of the Sydney outbreak, unfortunately. Um, the GWS Giants uh, AFLW team also have to move to Aubrey ahead of the um, season in January 28th. What's going on in Aubrey? How come everybody's moving to Aubrey? Mate, Aubrey it must is be place, mad over there. It's the place to be. It's the place to be because that's where Melbourne Storm went first, you know, because it's, it's a winning environment in Aubrey, uh, I think, wow. I, I believe. That's a, the, the winning environment Aubrey has, you know, and to pass on to athletes that come, you know, come past. So, <laughs> so that's, that's Aubrey for you. That's <laughs> Aubrey. Well, okay, it must be yeah. the water Yeah, or maybe, maybe you should go down there. Yeah. there. <laughs> I, I should. Wow. That one cut deep. Oh, uh, moving on to NRL news. Oh, yes. Very exciting. Yeah. Gold Coast looking to sign Xavier Coates. Yes. Right. Yes. PNG born. Uh, superstar. Superstar, yes. Superstar in the making. Xavier Coates yes. is... Still, um, still weighing up his options. Yeah, he's shopping to make a around. decision. So um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, um, he was photographed uh, having lunch with um, Melbourne Storm's coach. And now he's attracted a lot of offers from the Cowboys, and also now Gold Coast Titans are in the running. So if they could pull that off, wow, watch out for them. they got David Fafita, big Tino Fasua Malaawi that, that they have signed for this season. And if they can get Xavier Coates for maybe next next season and beyond, <laughs> forget yeah, about it. He said he won't make a decision until he's done with um, some preseason training under new coach Kevin Walters. Yes, the legend himself. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of Titans, um, they have denied rumours um, about Cameron Smith. Uh, what? So he's not going? No. Mate, my, my sources said he, he did. Yeah, so he's currently still on leave. So, yeah, he hasn't punched into work yet. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, That's yeah. big news. Where do you think he's going to go next year? Oh, oh actually this year. I reckon he's going to stay. Oh, Where's he going to stay? Oh, oh, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you read? All right. Aubrey Tigers. That's what, what he's saying. What team apart from the Dragons? Oh, God. All right. What team apart from the Dragons need him most? Um, Tigers. Oh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. True? Well. Tigers. Wow. Yeah. Because Harry Grant was there last yeah, year. Yeah, it's a given. Come on now. That's exactly why I said it. <laughs> Wow, wow. You know, that's that's one of the smartest things you've ever said on this show. But um <laughs> I reckon he'll go to the Tigers, play half a season, then move on. <laughs> <laughs> take his millions. Yeah, take his millions. And then move on. Can you be more Pacific on ABC Radio Australia?
All right. What are we looking forward to, Rock? I'm looking forward to the NBL season, Cap. Oh, yes. Yeah, our boy Shay Ely, who's playing for Melbourne United. Melbourne United. Mm-hmm. Um, they said they were going to play on the 10th, but now I'll be playing on the 15th of January. Oh, well, that's, um, that's yeah. Yeah, so they'll be playing against the um, reigning champions, the Perth Wildcats. Mm. So that'll be a good game. It'll be very it'll be good. good game for him. He's looking forward to it, actually. Yeah. Uh, he sounded really excited in our interview so looking forward to that as well you know what that's one player i'm looking forward to watching in the nbl i don't really know a lot of nbl players well now you know now i know yes new zealand born someone yep repping it hard yeah and also it's a clash of the titans with the second place bristol bears taking on first place exeter chiefs i am looking forward to that of course i believe they're in the first place the tied first (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um yeah that'll be a good game yeah Oh, oh, but yeah, I think the point difference. difference, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that'll definitely be a good game with our, our boy Semi playing in that. Their, their and, team is stacked, bro. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand if people know how stacked this team is. Uh, how stacked are they? They're like full of internationals. Like the whole f- um, front row is just England internationals. You have uh, Nathan Hughes, who's Fijian. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And he also pl- he's number eight and he uh, actually he's a locks and he also plays for England. You have Stephen Lortua who's a Samoan and a former All Black uh, player, and he's the captain. You have Charles Piutel, who's a former All Black as well, and he is the inside centre. You have the outside centre in Semi Randrandra, and you got one on uh, on the wing, Ratu Naulango. Mate, stacked. Definitely stacked, and that'll be a good game to watch as well. ABC Radio Australia, your home of rock and calf. Unfortunately, it has come to the end of the show. Our very first show of 2021, that is. Yes, yes, yes. There will be a lot more of this magic coming up throughout the year. Yeah, same time, same place next week. Yes. If you missed the show or just want to listen to the magic again, it'll be replayed on Friday. 2pm PNG time Or you can find All our episodes On the Radio Australia Website Alright guys It's time to go Sayonara Au revoir Mother Mother See ya Can you be more Pacific An ABC Sport production For ABC Radio Australia This program Has been funded By the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade